0: Blog Talk Radio, Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thank you for coming to Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Neferty Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And we're here tonight to talk more about, of course, our favorite topic, relationships. I am a therapist, and I run a large private practice outside of Chicago, Illinois.
1: And my name is Darren O'Reilly, and my background is in corporate America and here in New Orleans Associates. I do life coaching and career counseling. Absolutely. Yeah. So,
0: again, we're excited to have you guys here tonight. And if you were tuning in to us last week, we talked about regrets and living a life with no regrets and how to get to a point in your life where you weren't regretting things all the time. And so at the end of that, we started talking a little bit about how to be successful and what your strategies of success could look like and how one could set up a strategy for success. Yep. So today we're going to talk about how to get to those those strategies, how to set the goals, where to go, the next steps. We're just trying to give you some ideas about what you need to do to be successful in an area of your life. And so normally we're talking about ourselves in relationship to other people. We talk about relationships, um, whether they be intimate husband, wife, lovers, or whether we're talking about moms, dads and children, whether we're talking about co-workers working with with each other, teachers and students. But today, I want to talk a little bit more about your relationship with yourself in terms of your success levels and where you're going in life. Um, I can't count the times that people sit on my red sofa and say to me, Dr. Noel, I, I feel like I don't deserve to be happy, or I feel like I haven't achieved enough in life to get the things that I want. And what I hear in that is that people are not, Satisfied with themselves, and what I see as a the theme of that is people don't know how to get from. to here's how you get some success. And so what I really want to work on today is how to set up a strategy of success. So what we want you to do today is treat treat what we're saying like a grocery store. You know, I go into the grocery store and I like I like taco dip, I like Doritos, I like chicken, I like turkey, and maybe I don't eat uh, maybe I don't eat pork chops, or maybe I don't eat ribs. But I don't just never go back to the store. I get the things that I want, and I don't buy the things that I don't want to buy. So we're going to throw out as much knowledge as we can. Buy what you want to buy. Don't buy what you don't want to buy.
1: Absolutely, because the strategy you going to use for success is for you individually. There are a lot of different principles and strategies out there, okay? But you need to customize it for yourself. So as we throw these things out, what is going to make the most sense for you? Just kind of a real top-line example. You know, there may be some time that you need to organize your day, plan ahead for your day. Now, you may do that to get up early in the morning. You may do that first day in the morning, or you may do it the night before, before you go to bed. It comes to That kind of thing depends on your individual schedule. But having that plan, developing that schedule for your planning out the next day, that's, that kind of thing needs to get done. But when exactly you do it, that's going to be up to you. Absolutely. So, again, this is about
0: you deciding how you can have a successful life and what you can do to be at peace with yourself while you're going towards a goal. Yep, absolutely. So why don't we review, Darren, some of the things we talked about last week as far as how to not have regrets.
1: Absolutely. Last week, folks, we took some uh, article from markandangel.com, and the article was the 10 ways to live a life with no regrets. And just real quick, those 10 things that they had listed down there, one, uh, wear your truth, number two, take time uh, before it's too late, Number three, be the leader of your own journey. Number four, uh, take calculated risks. Number five, change your thoughts. Number six, think you can. Number seven, concentrate on being your best self. Number eight, pay attention to life while you're living it. Number nine, share your love openly and honestly with those you love. And number ten, say goodbye so you can say hello. Okay? And, again, more details on that. Feel free to listen to the last week's show to get the details on that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So let me start with a couple things. In order for you to be successful, you need to have a goal. Yep. So I want you to get a chance, even if you do it tonight while we're talking, jot down some of the things you want to achieve. Start making some decisions about where you want to be in life, in any area. Let's, I mean, whether it's weight loss or you want to have a better marriage or you want to have a great job or you want to own a business, or you want to be a bodybuilder, or you want to start a marathon, or whatever it is you want to do, crystallize that goal, and then we're going to help you make that goal real. So we're working under the assumption that you can set a goal for yourself.
1: And when it comes to goals, you may have heard the term before, smart goals, you want to make sure your goal that you're setting for yourself is smart. Smart meaning specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Again, the SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. So we're talking about big-picture goals here. This one, let's say, you, a SMART goal would be, I, want, I am the Senior Vice President of the North American Division by May 2018, earning a salary of $1 million a year. Okay, very time-bound, very specific. You know when you want it, and it's relevant. It's that, assuming that's relevant to what you want to do from a career standpoint. You know, a non-measurable goal, so say, you know, I want to make a $1 million. What kind of a goal is that? What does that mean? How are you going to do it? When are you going to do it by? I want to make a million dollars. I want to make a million dollars. That's very ge- generic. You don't know what's going to happen to happen that, right? How can you not lose speaking life to you're going, really directing yourself on how to make that happen? Okay? So you want to be specific. You do smart goals with that. Okay.
0: Okay. All
1: right. So, set,
0: okay, yeah, good. You want to be specific yeah. in your goals. All right. So, be specific in your goals. Write down some of your biggest dreams. One of the ways I set goals is I write down kind of what I want my life to look like, maybe five years from now, ten years from now, and then I kind of crystallize what are the most important things from there, and then I try to work backwards from that. Yep. So, set a goal. Set a smart goal, as Darren talked about, and then I'm going to encourage you. Maybe, maybe for this particular strategy for success. Set a small goal. Set something like, I want to work out once a week for the next seven weeks, right? You yep. know that that's small, but it's, it's a little different than I want to own the gym. Right. Right. So set a goal for yourself that you can work on a little bit week by week.
1: Sure. You we have a short term, intermediate terms, long term, and ultimate goals for yourself. Absolutely. Different levels of goals. So kind of keep, keep yourself pace as you're going to the ultimate goal that you're trying to reach.
0: Once you set a goal, the next thing you do you need to do is make a plan. Darren, mm-hmm. how does the person decide on making a plan?
1: Really, as you make your plan for your goal, you will kind of want to back out your goals, like how we, just, how we would kind of mentioned out. You want to have a short, medium, long-term, and uh, ultimate goals. And they say, okay, break that even down. What do I need to do on a, a, a weekly and daily basis to achieve that goal? Okay? So depending on what your goal is. So if you're interested in losing weight, someone may need to specifically, here's what my diet's going to be on, every daily, on a daily basis. I'm going to have this many calories every single day. I'm going to do this much. Uh, exercise every single week, three times a week. Here's a specific regimen I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to follow. I'm not going to eat after uh, 9 o'clock, so you know, I'm not kind have that food sitting on my stomach. So, and, so what are you steps you need to do to reach that one, that short-term goal that you have, and medium-term goal?
0: Okay, okay. Very good. And so after you make a plan, the next thing I want you guys to do is be able to find a mentor. Now, the mentor piece is really interesting because, Sometimes people think or feel like a mentor needs to be sitting right in front of them. They have to be a flesh and blood person that you can call, contact, talk to right now. Um, So if you have the capability of finding a mentor, let me explain what a mentor is. A mentor is someone that has achieved what you're looking to achieve, and they can help you guide yourself in that, that same direction. Yep. Absolutely. Or there's someone that can give you some stuff that they've used to get to part of the level of success, and maybe sometimes you'll need five, six, seven mentors to get exactly what you need.
1: Absolutely. Cause, you know, you may not have access to that person. You may not have access to open. You want to get into the um, uh, um, entertainment business. You may not have access to um, open with right now, right? you going to have to get somebody who's at get you into the door. Okay, who has connections to get into get you into the door, get that first job, get the internship, things sort of that nature. Okay, then who's going to allow you to move to become a supervisor, a manager, or um, of, of a show, things of that nature, and keep it step by step going up until you have a mentor that can really take you all the way. Absolutely.
0: Another way to get a mentor is to find a public figure that you can get as much information about as you can, not stalking. I want to be careful. Not stalking the person. But let's say, um, let's use Nelson Mandela, for example. Let's say my three-year-old, when she turns 15, decides that she wants to fight for racial equality, and she can't find a mentor that she feels like can help her do that. Then I would say, hey, why don't you follow Nelson Mandela? Get every book about him you can find. Find all the speeches that he wrote. Uh, listen to all the interviews, because now we've got the Internet and almost anything you want to find is accessible. Right. You can build a case file study to mentor yourself with from just the information you can grab from someone about off the Internet.
1: Guys, these, these, the, the books that are out there are powerful, audio tapes, and powerful opportunity for you to get information, where to get information from people you may not have direct access to. You can find out what did, how they made decisions in their life, what did they do when they were um, conflicted about the choices they had to make how, how they make, how they made the decisions, what their work ethic was, things of that nature. And that kind of information you can get from books, reading, reading their speeches, reading uh, their biographies and things of that nature. So a very powerful tool to take advantage of. You can go to the library, go to the Internet. This information is out there. You just have to seek it and work to get to it. Absolutely. There. Can, can you give
0: us, I know you've gathered together a list of books that have helped you with some successful things. Um, can you go through that list of books for us?
1: Sure. Uh, I'm reading about several books here that I've come across that have been very helped me uh, in sort of my successful journey. Uh, just kind of read through these things. One, The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. The Magic of Thinking Big, talking about setting big goals for yourself. Um, Acres of Diamonds by Russell Conwell. Again, Acres of Diamonds by Russell Conwell. Uh, the Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Okay. The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, The the Go-Getter by Peter Kine, The Go-Getter by Peter Kine. The next one is Bring Out the Best in People by Alan McGinnis, Bring Out the Best in People by Alan McGinnis, How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling by Frank Becker, How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling by Frank Becker. Next one, The Master Key to Riches by Napoleon Hill, The Master Keys to Riches by Napoleon Hill. The next one, Personality Plus by Florence Littauer, Personality Plus by Florence Littauer, okay? See You at the Top by Zig Ziglar, See You at the Top by Zig Ziglar. The next one, Success the Glenn Bland Method by Glenn Bland, Success the Glenn Bland Method by Glenn Bland, okay? How to Have Confidence and Power in Dealing with People by Les Giblin, How to Have Confidence and Power in Dealing with People by Les Giblin, okay? All right, good.
0: So so those are just a few books that we have both used to get places that we want to go, but you have a responsibility if you're going to be successful to look out there and find out what are the good books. There's no way that Darren and I have read every great book that's out there. Sure, there's no books out
1: absolutely. But
0: you can almost do a literature review of yeah. great books and find out what the things are that will speak to you. And the reason Darren gave you so many books is because we don't know what's going to speak to you. Right. You can. Ha- you have to find that. I'm not going to give you a list of books that everyone. But, like, for example, when I'm doing marital therapy and someone tells me the success in my marriage look like feeling loved, I say, okay, you need to read the five love languages. Right. And they may read all 300 pages and say, I only got something out of two pages, and I say, it was worth it. It was worth it. So, I want you guys to find mentorship, whether it's a physical mentorship, someone that's talking to you directly, somebody at work that can help you do something, a pastor, a friend, a parent, someone that has succeeded in an area. And I want to be really, really careful when you're setting your goals and you're finding your mentors that you have also defined what success looks like. And once you define that success, that you can see it in others. Not that you don't see their faults and not that you use all of their faults. I just want you to look at here are the things they're successful in, and I want them to teach me
1: to do this. Right, because guess what? Everybody's not going to necessarily be successful in every area of their life, right? You Yeah, some people are very successful in business, but not successful in their personal life. You know, some people are very successful in relationships, but not successful financially. You know, different things, people have different successes in different areas. So whatever area that you're looking to focus on, and you have someone who's successful in that particular area, that's what you want to focus on. The information that they have to give you how to be successful in that particular area of their life. That's what the information that you want to seek out. Okay. And as we go through these books that I talk about, these books are targeted for specific issues. It's almost like medicine, right? If you have a, if you have a certain kind of cold, you take a certain kind of medicine. If you need to, you know, mention about how to do how to deal with people, you may want to learn uh, information about how to deal with people, right? How to have confidence and power dealing with people. If you have an issue. One of the keys uh, for successful planning, okay, and really having that success plan is having that whatever-it-takes attitude, you know, not quitting, you get a little setback, how do you get over, get under, get through, whatever you need to do. A great book for that is The Go-Getter, fantastic book to help understand what it really means to have a whatever-it-takes attitude. So you kind of have to understand what your symptom is, and then you can find a book that kind of meet that symptom and help you out with that. Absolutely. So... Search out the books
0: that will be helpful for you. Search out the people that will be helpful for you. Realize that it may take five, ten, fifteen people to get where you want to go. Realize that there are no excuses. If you can't find a mentor, then you be the example. So keeping a log of what you're doing to be to be successful in your arena. For example, if you look at um Steve Jobs, I bet that he didn't really have a thousand examples of how to make the perfect phone that's going to stand out for himself, but he developed it along the way. Absolutely. And so sometimes we develop things along the way. The next thing is make a decision and make it right. Now, I'm not going in any particular order. These are just some steps that you want to consider. And so what I mean by make a decision and make it right is once you've set a goal, don't keep doubting the goal. If the goal is I want to have a good marriage, don't keep waking up every day having to redesign do I want to have a good marriage.
1: Right. The goal's already been set.
0: Move ahead. Set the goal and work on it. If you have a setback, say, okay, I'm not going to discount my, my, all the efforts I made because I had one weak moment. Don't let one weak moment destroy your destiny. Make a decision to be successful and make that decision right. And what? I, so, again, no matter what comes against you, once you've decided to be successful, no excuses.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: There's no, nothing that should be able to stop you because you are in complete control of your behavior and your, what you respond to. That's
1: right, because, you know, you can't control anybody else's attitude or action. All you can do is control yourself, your attitude, and your action. So you got to focus on you.
0: Absolutely. There's a great book by Dr. William Glasser, MD. It's called Choice Theory, A New Psychology of Personal Freedom. And in the book, and I, I really wanted to quote you this specific quote, but, of course, I dropped the book before I could um, turn back the page. But what Dr. Glasser talks about is you can only control you. And you choose your emotions. He says, um, he talks about total behavior. Let me just read this one one quote really, really quick. He says, because all four components are working simultaneously, choice theory expands the single word behavior to two words, total behavior. Total, because it always consists of the four components, acting, thinking, feeling, and the physiology associated with all our actions, thoughts, and feelings. Um, And he says, and he goes on to talk about how total behavior is under your total control, Mm -hmm. that no one can force you into anything. You have personal freedom, even if you feel like you don't. So, for example, if someone says to you, hey, um, if you do this, I'll leave you, or I'll never speak to you again, you have the right to decide how much freedom you want. You can say, I want total freedom. I don't care if you never speak to me again, so I'm going to do what I want to do. You can decide you want partial freedom, okay, I'll do what you want because I want to keep you around, but then I'll break some rules, you know, backdoor, so that nobody knows about them, that your personal freedom is up to you. And so I want you guys to know that your freedom is up to you. So what I mean by that is it is quite plausible that you could set a goal for yourself that other people in your family do not agree with.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And you have the freedom to set the goal, but then you also have the responsibility to deal with the consequences of that.
1: Remember, I mean, if you're going to be successful and trying to focus on a successful life, you're, for the most part, you're going to go against the grain, right? Most people are not necessarily, well, most people, in areas, different areas of life, what people consider successful. Everybody's not financially successful. Everybody does not have a successful marriage. Everybody does not have a successful career, okay, according to, to say, successful, quote, unquote, successful standards. So guess what? By stepping out and, and moving ahead in a successful way, you're going to be uh, going against the grain. People are not going to necessarily like all the time the things and decisions that you're making because they were not necessarily willing to make those the same decisions themselves so they would be successful. Absolutely. So guess what? You may be hurting some feelings by that. Not on purpose, but just by living the life that you're trying to do, it's going to make cause some of problems. Mm-hmm. Like say, if you want to be successful at work, right, and you see um, you want to become a plant manager one day, you see the plant manager comes to work early, okay? So guess what? You're going to start coming to work early, getting prepared for the day. Where some of your other coworkers may be coming right before the beginning of the day to get in there. And then now, why are you trying to show up in the work early? You're making me look bad. I'm not trying to make you look bad. I'm just trying to prepare myself for where I want to get to. But guess what? You may be a fame, them indirectly. But guess what? You've got to focus on your goal.
0: Absolutely. I had a job once working at, a, at a, a car parts retailer. I'm not going to give all the information. I worked it while I was in college. And I was really used to the the work ethic that my parents had for me, especially my mom. You go to work, you do a great job, you get your check, you go home. Like you do the best that you can do because you chose to work the job. One day I got pulled to the side. We did customer service calls on the phone. So I would listen to calls and I would do different things. And we are supposed to do a certain amount of day, and I think I tripled that. Mm -hmm. One day um, this mother and daughter pair, they were mom and daughter, and they both worked in customer service there, and the mom had been there like, 15 years, and his daughter had been there five years. And so they put him to the side, and they said, hey, let us tell you the rules. <laughs> um, she says, we're supposed to do something like six or seven calls or 12 calls an hour. You've been doing 24, and you're not getting any complaints. Let me just tell you something. Slow down. Slow right, down. Right. She's like, slow your pace. You're making me look bad. She's like, exactly no, is, right? I only do six calls an hour. You know, she's like, I take a couple bathroom breaks. No joke. I mean, she's like, exactly <laughs> I take a couple bathroom breaks. I brush my hair. I order my lunch. I plan my day. She was like, so when you, before noon, outdo all of my calls, you know, you make me look bad. She was like, and so I know you're young and zealous. She said, what you said. She said, but you need to slow down. She said, you know, and she said, in all sincerity, you can have a heart attack working that hard. I was like, I can have a heart attack answering phone calls? Like, you know, really? And so she said, so I'm just going to warn you, you know, right. you know, just just slow down. Okay, so then I said, okay, so truthfully, I tried to slow down. I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to go slow for the life of me, I couldn't work a both that girl. I, I couldn't do it. I was like, she must be, like, like sleep half an hour. Like, I, I don't know how she does it. I couldn't figure it out. So I'm like, she's been 10 years, and she her numbers are mediocre. And she had been employed the month, like, five times. So, well, okay, so next month I became, like, employee. I didn't get employed the month, but so they, they they were like, oh, we got your cupcake because you did so many calls. Okay, then her mom told me to stop. No. So, you know, I've been working 15 years, yeah. You know, shortcake, shorty. Um, I really like you. She said, I don't want to hurt your little feelings. You're a college girl and all. Right. You can have a heartache. Right. You? Right. She said, but, you know, you have to slow your roll. And so she basically, both of them were trying to let me know that I was making them look bad. Right. I even had a supervisor. They would listen in on your phone calls. Right. And so I looked up. You can see this woman. She, she worked. We worked on, like, the floor in a not even cubicles, just like a line of wooden tables, a bunch of phone calls. You can hear, I mean, I can hear the next person, you know, wipe their nose. You know what I mean? Right. And so um, I looked up and I saw the lady picking up the phone to call me. I just knew it was for me. So I said, hello. She said, that's how you're doing all those calls. You're not announcing the company name. You just said hello. I said, oh, I looked up uh, Susie Snowflake and saw that she was calling me because I saw you staring at me, so I thought you wanted something. So even the manager was basically telling me, she said, I don't have workers doing these big numbers. And she said, you make me look bad because the other workers aren't keeping up. But it's going to look like I've been patting them for right. all the time. The on the right. But I couldn't slow down. What did that teach me? I don't need to be here forever. Right. Well, I didn't, for it didn't teach me to slow down, nor did I influence them to speed up. I just decided I'm here for the summer, and I'm definitely going back to school she with a far time. Absolutely. I had to be careful to not be negatively influenced because it can be kind of. I mean, I'm not going to say I was intimidated because I wasn't intimidated, but at lunch it can be kind of interesting when everybody's staring you trying to figure out why your numbers are going up and Absolutely. theirs are
1: going down. And I guess what? That happens at all different levels, folks. All different levels throughout throughout life as you get higher. Guess what? There's always cream's gonna rise to the top. If you want Absolutely. to be part of that cream, guess what? You're gonna be separating yourself from the masses. And Absolutely. And sometimes you have to become comfortable with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so guess what? It may be a little long at the top. But I like being at the top. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely.
0: so that leads me to my next kind of trick that I use as far as being successful, protect your goals. Mm-hmm. So what this means is you don't go everywhere you go with a banner on your forehead, I'm going to be the next millionaire. Because you're going to get so much pushback from that that you won't, sometimes you could be overwhelmed by the amount of pushback you sure. get. Sure. You discuss your goals with like-minded people. Yes. So you do not go, um, you know, if you've got a brother in prison, this is not the time to write him a note about, I think I'm going to be the next millionaire. What do you think about my goals? You know <laughs> what I mean? Or if you've got somebody who is, I mean, and not to say that your brother in prison can't have goals, but you guys are going to it, paths. It. Sure. Um, Pass, excuse me. So, this is the time for you to find a sphere of people, a circle of people, and that means maybe one or two. You may not have a hundred people that are like minded, that are also going somewhere, that can sort of push harder with you, maybe not on your goal, but on their goals, and and talk to you all to each other a little bit.
1: Absolutely. You don't have to necessarily go public. Public, everybody hears them on goals. You know, it's almost like Joseph in the Bible telling his his brothers about the dream. I had this dream about, I had this dream about all you want going to be bowing down to me, all you guys are going to be bowing down to me. It makes people upset, right? You have to find people who have that sh- that same mindset of, yeah, I, I understand. I understand success. I am about success as well. I encourage you. Fantastic. I'm proud of you for having a goal. That's the kind of people you want around you and you want to share your goal with, people who are going to encourage you who have the same mindset. Absolutely.
0: The next thing is be honest with your – now, this is really big. This is really big. I'm going to say this slow and calmly. Be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. If you are setting goals to be um, a rocket scientist, which anybody can reach that goal, I'm not saying that you can't reach it, but you know that you're not disciplined. You don't really like science. You don't want to go to space. You don't like things that go bump in the night. You don't like tight spaces. You never did like rockets. Then don't lie to yourself and say you're going to be a rocket scientist just because it sounds good.
1: Right. Or well, because your mommy or your daddy wants you to
0: Absolutely. Do it. Absolutely. The second thing that's really important is don't condemn yourself either. Let's say you don't know everything that you need to know to to develop something. It doesn't mean that you can't find it out. But I want when you're alone, you know, by yourself, in the shower, on the toilet, in the bed seat, be honest with yourself about your dreams and goals that you really will do the things that it takes to do to be successful in that area. Don't condemn yourself and say, well, I'm the only kid from my neighborhood that to do this, so maybe I won't be able to do it. But don't say, I don't have to do any work. I'm just going to click my fingers and make my way to the top because I
1: believe. I mean, let's, let's, let's put some, some effort behind it. have to have the work. You know, that's another key for success. You have to be willing to work hard, you know. You have to work, work hard and work smart. It takes hard work. Just, to, you know, I'm going to do five days a week, you know, enjoy my weekends. That's not going to be a key to success, folks. You got to be working six days a week, long hours, focusing on your goal. Even if you're not physically doing something, you're mentally, your head's in your game, thinking about where you're going, thinking about your goals, visualizing your goals. It takes hard work. You, you have to
0: work when you're tired. Yes. Um, you have to work when you're sick. You have to work when you're sleepy. You have to keep your goal going when it doesn't seem like it's going to work, but you set the goal when it seems like all is lost, you know, when everything seems like it's not going to go. You have to work when everybody else says, like, if you can imagine being in the covered wagon days and somebody comes up with a car, that really sounds kind of stupid. Sure. We've been using horses and Jesus had a horse, you know what I mean? Like, if, if cars were that great, Jesus would have made a car, right? <laughs> However, now somebody comes up with a car and he says, these cars are going to take over from horses. Right. Nobody believes that. Nobody took their horse out back and started. Right. No, it people were thinking, look at that funny thing that makes a lot of noise. Now how many people ride horses to work, right. even globally? I mean, there's lots of people that still use bicycles and maybe still use horses, but, but globally speaking, many more people are using cars than did when there were no cars to have around. But somebody had a goal to have a car. Yep. I remember before Kindles and Nooks and things came out, when I was in college, there was this guy that was obsessed with the idea of making a little hand-holded thing that could have, have all of your books on it. Now I have three. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and when he said it, I was like, that's, that's like I don't, what would that be like? Right. Right. Right.
1: I mean, you, know, you know, the interesting thing, I'm going to talk about that in a minute, about the visualization, right? We may not be able to... Visualize someone else's goal, but guess what? I guarantee you, he had a vision of exactly what it looked Absolutely. like in his mind. He had drawings of it I, in his mind. I know exactly what it's going to look like. I know exactly how it's going to function. And that brings back right into what i was talking about: visualizing your goals. You're going to have to visualize your goals. Okay, draw them out. Take pictures of your goals. Whatever it makes to help them make it real. Touch it. Feel it. Um, to get an internship, try to get some experience if you're trying Absolutely. to. Uh, exposure to that, if you want to become an author, go to book signing. See what authors who do book signing, what do they do? So, hey, I want to be an, I want to be a successful author. Guess what? You're going to have to do book signing. Guess what? Go to a book signing. So, say, if I was here, what am I going to do? I'm watching how they interact with the crowd. What do they do? That's the kind of stuff you have to do, is visualize your goal. Vision boards, I mean... Before
0: I opened my own practice, I had up a board. I mean, actually, I made a mistake and wrote it on permanent marker um, on my dry erase board. I was like, oh, no, that's permanent marker. But I had visions up. I had pictures up. I had things up. You know, before my daughter was born, for like seven years, I had a picture of a little girl in a pink outfit on my refrigerator for seven years. Not one year, not two. For seven years, we moved the refrigerator with that picture on it from house to house. That's right. And um, the reality came true. And literally, my daughter looks so much like the picture. She said, oh, that's a nice picture of me. I said, that's, that's sort of not you. Right. You know, so whatever it is you're visualizing, because think of it this way. When people think negative and they visualize and project themselves into, they're going to be poor, or they're going to be, it actually happens for them. Right. But the positive and opposite reaction can happen. The thing is, um, we're well, not the last thing, but we're kind of running a little bit out of time. You are the leader of you define for yourself what you want to do and do it. Now, with all of this said, all of us have relationships outside of ourselves, and our decisions will affect other people. You have to be mindful of those things, but if this is your dream, this is your dream. you got to
1: pursue a passion. Pursue Absolutely. It, passion. It, it
0: has to be a Your dream has to be a passion-based movement, that it is so real for you that when nobody else can see it, you can see it, and it's bigger than you. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So have a great rest of your Wednesday. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm believing that you've got journals together, that you're going to take out journals, you're going to make a vision board, you're going to find a mentor, you're going to do it to get done your successful strategy. And once you do one area and you see even a little bit of success, That's proof that you can be successful in any area. So no matter what you want to do, if you can do a small scale, you can do a big scale. So we'll talk to you next week. Have a great day. Have a great day. Bye-bye.